Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Dave Moore. The time is half five. You're listening to Manx Radio. I am Dave Moore and this is Update. Welcome to the programme. Half an hour of the latest news in the Isle of Man, plus Manx Sport, Business, Sea Watch, and travel updates, along with the newsmakers in person. Coming up, the Education Minister's planning to review how the island's regional pools are scrutinised. Public centre rent increases planned for next year are fair, according to the Infrastructure Minister. And a new residential care home in Douglas is nearing completion. That's all coming up in the next half hour. But first of all, the update news headlines with Christian Jones, Faster Mind. For all your business and legal needs. A tribunal has ruled that a lecturer working for Manx Care was not harassed, victimised or discriminated against because of his race. The Employment and Equality Tribunal's hearing into Raymond and Gaya's claim of unconstructive dismissal was carried out in September. A ruling has now been published. Manx Utilities is reporting a loss of £42 million in the financial year to 2023. It's blaming the cost of living crisis and the impact of high wholesale energy prices. And the Manx Labour Party says workers on minimum wage will be left with uncertainty following word that the rate won't be increasing in April. Currently, the rate stands at £10.75, but it's hoped by 2025 it'll increase and align with the island's living wage. In international news, the UK Foreign Secretary is expected to call for an urgent humanitarian pause in the Israel-Gaza war on a visit to the Middle East. Lord Cameron will raise concerns about the high number of civilian casualties with the Israeli Prime Minister. Downing Street's insisted army service will remain voluntary after its top general warns members of the public may need to be called up if there's a war. Sir Patrick Sanders says Britain should train a citizen army. And drinks firm Thatcher's has lost a high court battle with Aldi over rival cider drinks. The Somerset-based firm accused the supermarket chain of copying catting its cloudy lemon cider. Those are the update news headlines next at six. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Generally dry for the rest of the day with clear spells of moderate to fresh southwest wind and easing this evening and temperatures around 8 Celsius turning cloudy with outbreaks of rain and drizzle arriving later in the night as the wind backs south to southeast and freshens minimum temperature 5 Celsius. A cloudy and dull day tomorrow with outbreaks of rain and drizzle, this turning lighter and patchier during the morning. With some hill fog as well, fresh to strong southeast winds will veer south or southwest through the morning with temperatures up to 11 Celsius. The wind then increases later in the evening, becoming strong to gale force and quite gusty for a time overnight as a spell of rain arrives during the early hours of Friday morning. This moving on fairly quickly, generally dry with sunny spells on Friday, though still breezy with a strong west or southwest wind, temperatures up to 8 Celsius. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. 
Mang's Utilities reporting a deficit of £42 million for the 12-month period beginning March 2022. Siobhan Fletcher has the details. In his statement, former chairman Tim Crookle says the main issues over the past year have been the cost of living crisis and the impact of high wholesale energy prices. He says the authority has sought to limit the impact of these cost increases on customers as much as possible, adding that despite having to implement a 30% tariff rise at the start of the year, the company did so with a phased introduction to reduce the immediate impact on customers. Manx Utilities argues the consumption of natural gas that was previously purchased and revalued at the 31st of March 2022 has resulted in the requirement of reporting significant financial losses. This included losses of £36 million for natural gas consumed during 2022-23. These losses, which are largely reversing revaluation gains reported in 2021-22, resulted in an overall deficit of £42 million being reported for the year. However, the company argues that when financial adjustments are excluded, the underlying deficit for the year is reduced to a deficit of £14 million. The main reason for this reduction is the significant £19 million revaluation losses during the year on forward purchase gas contracts and an £8 million decrease in the value of investments when compared to changes in book costs and market value. People on the island will, however, be aware of another impending electricity price rise, with the standard domestic rate tariff to increase from 30 pence per unit to 31.7 pence per unit on the 1st of April this year. The Education Minister, Julie Edge, says she wants to make sure government's overseeing how his money is being spent by the regional pools. It's after plans for her department to stop funding the Southern Pool were scrapped. I am meeting, my department have already requested meetings with the other pool boards to look at the figures that have been presented to my department and the figures that are in in this report which we received from the departments. And I think that's really important and I think... What is very clear, over the last 20 years, there's been a subvention going out to independent boards that government has had no rigour on. And I think it's really important that we now grasp that opportunity to look at getting rigour around any funding that goes out from our government into independent places to ensure that that reporting process and mechanism comes back to government so that we can ensure that Funding for the Isle of Man is all being spent and governed appropriately. There's been lots of issues and difficulties in the Southern Pool. I've received numerous emails and and messages about what the situation has been over a number of years. And I think it's really important that we now put that right and come forward to this honourable place with some more recommendations once we have the full financial discussions with the independent boards. Meanwhile, a political party is calling for an all-island leisure rate to ensure access to recreational services is fair and even. Liberal Vannon wants government to implement the idea as a means to secure funding for the three regional swimming pools and the National Sports Centre. Paul Weatherall is the chairman. There are three leisure pools and the larger pool at the National Sports Centre and People all over the island are paying for that one through, because it's funded from taxation. But uh, the people in the east of the island aren't paying anything towards the costs of the other three regional pools. 
Obviously, it depends on policy. And at the at the end of the day, government has to decide what it can afford to fund and what it can't. Um, but I think the, the main reason that we're su- suggesting this at the moment is because it's unfair that people in the south of the island were threatened with losing their pool uh, when they need the facilities just as much as those in the Peel and Ramsey areas. And has the party approached anyone in government yet? Have you had any feedback yet about the proposals or what you'd like to see? Our party leader, Laurie Hooper, has raised it within the Council of Ministers. I think it's a an issue that's being explored and it's been looked at within Treasury uh, for, uh, and Department of Infrastructure, which looks after local government over the years, but nothing's ever really come to fruition. So we think it should be looked at carefully over the next 12 months while the uh, funding for the Southern Swimming Pool has been extended to look at a longer term solution. The other option would be to fund all of the pools from general taxation, like the National Sports Centre pool. So there are different models that could be used. But we think that, you know, in keeping with the way um, local government operates and the rates as a tax on the value of property, I think that that should be looked at first. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. The Infrastructure Minister believes increasing public sector rent above the inflation rate is fair. From April, those in social housing will be paying 7.5% more, but Tim Crookle says it could have been hiked even higher. My department consulted local authorities prior to setting the rent levels for the coming year. The department met with political members to review a range of uplift options to tackle the increasing cost of public sector housing provision. These range from a 5.7% increase to a 33.5% increase. The higher 33.5% increase represented the increase to meet the gap in the housing deficiency for 2024-25. The department considered a number of affordability measures as well as the the present and future impacts of the, to the deficiency payments, which are made to local authority housing providers to meet the gap between the rental income and the housing and amenity maintenance and the management costs. The following factors were considered when reviewing the rent increase, the impact of different rent increases on the average public sector rents, a comparison of public sector and private sector rents, the impact of rent increases options on average income of both people on the minimum and living wage, uh, the expected increase to, to benefit payments and the next financial year, departmental income and expenditure impact and the impacts to the housing deficiency payments. As detailed, a balanced and informed approach was taken to the decision making which was particularly challenging this year because of the rising, rising costs. Taking into consideration all of the above, the department determined that 7.5% was appropriate for this year. I have to say, I do think it's fair at the moment, bearing in mind what we're going into and the, the deficit the department has to pay back next year. As I said, at one stage, we, yeah, one of the figures we were looking at, the upper figure, was 33.5%. That is the figure that my department you know, equates to in pounds we're going to have to find next year. So I believe it is fair that uh, we do up the rents, probably slightly above the CPI, but uh, with all things considered, I think it is fair. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Well, the Manxman left Hesham just before three o'clock this afternoon and is expected to arrive in Douglas around quarter to seven. That will mean a super quick turnaround 
for its quarter to eight departure from Douglas and uh, it will get into Hisham then if it goes at that time at a half 11 and then coming back tomorrow morning 2.15 is still showing and arriving into Douglas at six o'clock tomorrow morning follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information the Isle of Man, along with the Channel Islands, could no longer be known as a Crown Dependency. Sir Philip Bellash, a member of Jersey's Parliament, would like to see the term Crown Territories used instead. He's been discussing the relationship with the UK with Timwall's Constitutional and Legal Affairs and Justice Committee. I think dependency is quite the wrong term um, because, uh, for all practical purposes, we are not dependent upon the United Kingdom. I know that the UK is responsible for our defence, but we learnt in 1940 that the Channel Islands are not really defensible. Um, And so far as um, foreign affairs are concerned, um, we have aspirations to do rather more uh, in foreign affairs than we do at the moment. And um, uh, I don't think dependent dependent is the right term. Um, I I think the three crown dependencies, if I may be so bold, uh, should join together and say, look, we don't want to be called dependencies anymore. Uh, We ought to be called crown territories. Ah, so you prefer territories. I think when we talked to Gavin St. Pierre, he suggested dominions, and then others suggested that perhaps that might be a bit colonial. (laughs) (laughs) I think dominion might be a bit colonial, and I don't think actually that constitutionally we are a dominion. Um, So... um, I think territory is probably better. It's fairly neutral. Manx Radio Business Briefing. Royal Mail could reduce the number of days it delivers letters in the UK from six per week to five or even three under proposals to reform the service. A report from the regulator said the United Kingdom Postal Service was getting out of date and action needs to be taken. Ofcom says another option would be extending the number of days it takes for most letters to be delivered. Royal Mail says its current delivery network was not sustainable and that reform was urgently needed. The Isle of Man post office stopped Saturday letter deliveries in October 2019. At the time, around 2.5 million letters were being processed in the island. UK billionaire Joe Lewis, whose family trust owns Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, has pleaded guilty to insider trading in a US court. The 86-year-old was accused of passing on information about his companies to his private pilots, friends personal assistants and romantic partners. US authorities say that the fraud netted millions of dollars in profit. Lewis pleaded guilty to conspiracy and two counts of securities fraud as part of a deal with prosecutors. He will be sentenced in March. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets were higher as preliminary purchasing managers' index data showed improved activity in the eurozone in January. The dollar dropped as the yen jumped on expectations that Japan's ultra-easy monetary policy will soon end, while the euro, sterling and yuan also rallied. Oil prices edge lower, weighed down by concerns over tepid demand, even though escalating geopolitical tensions limited the losses. Gold eased after data showed strong U.S. business activity, while investors looked ahead to more economic indicators to assess when the Federal Reserve might first cut interest rates. 
Uranium investor Yellowcake reported a robust performance for the December quarter on Wednesday as its value reached and surpassed the two billion US dollar level. The company said the global uranium market was continuing to grapple with supply constraints due to limited inventories, geopolitical tensions like the Russia-Ukraine conflict, production delays and increasing demand. On to the markets. The FTSE 100 is at 7.527. That's up 0.56%. The Dow Jones is at uh, 38.032. That's up 0.33%. The Nasdaq 15.566. That's up 0.91%. And the exchange rates, the pound against the dollar, 1.274%. Against the euro, 1.169. In commodities, gold is at 2013 US dollars. That's down 0.78%. With Brent at 80.49 US dollars, that's up 1.44%. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookhall and you're paying monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house of the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookhall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookhall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. A new 60-bed residential care home being built in Douglas is nearing completion with a handover to the Department of Health and Social Care and Manx Care in spring. Lewis Foster has the details. Summerhill View at the top of Victoria Road has been in development on the site of the former Glenside home since approval was granted in 2020. But the way it's staffed may not be as first intended. It was hoped Manx Care would be able to fully staff the site itself. But now the health body says it's looking at the possibility of commissioning an independent provider instead, a process expected to take up to 12 months. The new home replaces Retina Bay on Albert Terrace, which is now said to be dated and impractical. It says the goal is to explore the opening of two of the four units in this new state-of-the-art building to accommodate some of the residents from Retina Bay by the end of the year. Manx Care says staff and residents and their relatives of those at Retina Bay have been informed of these proposals and individual discussions will take place going forward to ensure each staff member and resident has an opportunity to discuss their individual circumstances so we can help them find the most appropriate placement and job in the future. Interim Executive Director of Social Care and Integrated Mental Health, David Hamilton, says we recognise that this may cause some concern and could be an unexpected change for those who live at Ritna Bay as well as their families. However, it's important that our residents have somewhere to live that is fit for purpose and which will be able to fulfil all of their needs. Summerhill View, he says, will deliver this. Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Darren Timson. Faster my good evening. Lee Johnson has confirmed he'll make a welcome return to the TT in 2024. He had to miss the event last year after sustaining life-threatening injuries in the Northwest 200 one month prior, but he says he has completed a number of tests over the winter period as he continues to make his way back to full fitness and is aiming high for his return. Jolsman said, I'm about 80% fitness right now. 
that's amazing considering where I was and I'm feeling really good. Of course, some days are worse than others, but I'm feeling positive and I'm going to try and win some races in 2024. He adds he's being realistic though, as he says, this will be somewhat of a rebuilding year, but I can't wait to get on my bike at the TT. Obviously, I want to do well as possible, particularly in the Super Sport and Super Twin races, but I want to enjoy it as well. You can read more about the rider's plan to return at manxradio.com. Elsewhere, jiu-jitsu competitor Lucas Bosjuch has won bronze in his division at the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation G European Championships. Lucas has carried over his successful form from last year, where he also won bronze at the same competition. Finally, two former Commonwealth Games athletes have been appointed to a committee that helps government invest and support in the development of sport. Swimmer Dane Harrop and cyclist Laura Warren, who have both represented the island at the highest level, will serve the Isle of Man Sports Committee on four-year terms. John Lund, who has worked as a lecturer and learning mentor at Premier League football club Sheffield United, has also been appointed as an educational representative. Executive Chairman of Isle of Man Sports Sarah Corlett says she's really excited by the new look team and can't wait to see what it can achieve. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Beginning at Romsway Airport and the departure to Liverpool, the Logan Air Service is showing us on schedule for 6 o'clock this evening. In terms of arrivals, the return flight from Liverpool via Logan Air is due to arrive on time at 5 to 8, as is the London City Logan Air Service coming in at 8 o'clock into Romsway. On to the roads and the continuing work is still being carried out at Braddon Bridge. Uh, signs are in place. Staying in Douglas, there are temporary lights at the bottom end of Summer Hill, also on Victoria Road near Linden Grove, and a section of Switzerland Road is closed for construction work. Temporary lights still on Lord Street near the bus station, and temporary lights on King Edward Road between Gradle and the A2. Going south, the Silverdale Road is closed between the Balamoda and the Fildraw Road, while in Colby, closures in phases on the Balakilferic Road. Just north of Port Erin, the Serby Mill Road is closed. And in the west, uh, in Peel, temporary lights on Ramsey Road near Battery Lane. And there are temporary closures just south of Kurt Michael on the Balalai Road as well. Up to the north, the Kiandragad Road in Andreas is closed in phases uh, for mains work on the... Uh, yes, for mains work. Temporary lights at Smale on the Coast Road. And there are temporary lights on West Kimrick Road as well, 24 hours a day for ditching work. And also a reminder that the Heritage Trail is closed between Crosby and Glenvine for duct installation work until March the 15th. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with... The Manx Labour Party says workers on minimum wage will be left with uncertainty following word that the rate won't be increasing in April. The Minimum Wage Committee announced earlier this month it wouldn't be able to recommend any changes ahead of the new financial year as it doesn't have enough details about the impact it could have. Douglas South MHK and Labour Party Chair Sarah Maltby has been speaking to Lewis Foster. I fully respect the Minimum Wage Committee's position here because, of course, they want to ensure that all impact has been assessed before they put forward a recommendation. There is no guarantee that they would recommend an increase. Don't forget, this is just putting forward a recommendation to Treasury and to the DfV to consider. My problem is that this leaves us with uncertainty for those people on the lowest wage. So what's the issue with the rate of minimum wage currently? 
The minimum wage is calculated currently based on information that the business community feed into the minimum wage committee as well as the workers. Workers are represented on that committee. Timwood has committed to eradicating minimum wage in favour of living wage by 2025 and I'm really supportive of that, of that commitment. Uh, as a party, the Max Labour Party has called for that to be brought forward a year. This delay, in a way, would persuade me to say perhaps maybe we should bring it forward a little bit to the 2024 because we do kind of need to take away sometimes the politics of this and base it on what the amount should be based on statistical data rather than waiting for this recommendation then the politicians sitting around and bringing it to Tim Wald. You know, let's base it on actual evidence rather than the way we're currently doing it. So that will be the case from 2025 and this delay actually uh, would persuade me more to bring it forward to 2024. Beach Buddies Isle of Man is up for an International Energy Globe Award at the end of the month. The charity, which started in 2006, has cleaned over 200 beaches and had a total of 20,000 different volunteers since inception. Bill Dale is the founder. To be in in the final five in the world is a pretty fantastic achievement. We are um, in a category for, for what we've done with youth and, and education in schools. And there are four other categories on top of that uh, in different areas. So we are one of 25 different um, environmental groups in, in the world which has been nominated. So just to be on the list is great. To be invited to Trondheim, you know, it's a, it's a special day. Um, the way I look at it, more than anything else, OK, this is brilliant for Beach Buddies, but this is also fantastic for the Isle of Man. It looks now like the rest of the world is watching what we're doing. And uh, and this is just another opportunity to spread the word that there is a method of cleaning up the world's beaches and also indirectly by stopping trash getting into the environment in the first place, which is really what this is all about. And the recent award uh, was involved in education as well, I believe. That's why we've been nominated for the World Award, because we won the... And again, this is with Energy Globe. And they liked our, our presentation and the achievement so much that we were then nominated by Energy Globe's internal team. How fantastic is that for the Isle of Man? But recent statistics, we are very, very close to, to 20,000 different volunteers since we started all those 18 years ago. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's, that's 25% of the population. Pretty remarkable, really. <laughs> And that's it for updates compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Christian Jones and producer Amy Griffiths. So we're going to say hello to our podcast audience listening anywhere in the world and at any time of day or night. Thank you for making Update the Art of Man's most subscribed to news podcast. If you know someone who you think would enjoy a daily bulletin of news from the Isle of Man, then tell them updates available as a podcast via Apple, Google smart speaker spotify or the TuneIn app you can get the details at the app store or at manxradio.com if you have a comment on the news agenda a story you think we should be covering or just want to say hello from near or far email update at manxradio.com and the stories you've heard on this update and much more manx news plus interviews and podcasts and the web's biggest source of manx videos are all at manxradio.com and via the free manx radio app So just like Manx Radio on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and subscribe to the Manx Radio YouTube channel.